Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the $300 Startup Podcast, where every single week we discuss ideas to help you navigate the choppy waters of life and business. We do this by discussing a new concept every week that will help you perform better, achieve more by getting out of your own way. Here's another one, and I hope it helps. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 50. That's right, episode 50 of the $300 Startup Podcast. I am your humble host, as always, Jose Burgos. I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you for all the questions. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. That has given us the energy to continue to be able to put these podcasts, and we have made it to 50. The first small milestone, from what I hear, uh, for any podcaster is to get to 50 episodes, and thanks to you guys, uh, I'm here. So I'm not here to sit down and celebrate the podcast. I just wanted to get that out the way. Now let's get into business, and I want to give you guys some practical advice. Three steps to creating products that people want to buy. People want to buy is the key part of that phrase, guys, because anybody could create products, and a lot of us have wasted a ton of time and a ton of money creating products. Uh, but the, the the part is is that you need people to want to buy those products, right? You can't sell something to yourself. You can't say, hey, this is the greatest idea in the world because let's be honest here, right in your own head, you're biased and you're making a product for yourself. Unfortunately, in order to be in business and not to have a hobby, you need other people to buy your product, not just yourself. But there's an antidote to this, guys. There's an antidote to not wasting all that time. There's an antidote to not wasting all that money in creating a product that's not going to work in the first place. And I break down this antidote into, excuse me, into three steps, the customer avatar, the ask campaign, and the value ladder. Now you guys have probably heard me talk about a few of these things before, but not in this fashion, not when it all comes together like this. And this is the perfect antidote. And by the end of this episode, you guys are going to be able to um, basically be able to create a product while knowing that it's going to sell when you create it. So you don't waste your money and you don't waste your time. By the way, if you guys don't have a side hustle yet or a small business, I recommend you go to spotlightcoalition.com and check the all courses section. There's a $300 startup toolkit there, guys. And that's going to walk you through exactly what you need to get a business in six steps. That's a course that we offer. Um, Also, if you subscribe to our newsletter, you'll be able to pick up the six uh, pillars of starting a side hustle playbook. Um, you get that absolutely free if you just sign up for the newsletter on the website and that'll get you started on getting a business if you don't have one already. Uh, but anyways, let's get back to it. Okay guys. So each, each of these steps is going to lead into the next step. Uh, they're in sequential order. Your results in each step will depend on the data acquired in the previous step. So they all go into one another. Now, why did I choose that? I wanted to do this podcast guys. Well, let me give you a little briefer before we get into the customer avatar. I once spent six months creating a video with the intention to get people to buy something. To make it worse, I was recording, editing, and posting weekly tip videos to go with it so that I could get people to buy it. Like they say, right? Consistency is king. That is wrong. That is wrong. I spent six months and the only thing I had to show for it was a big, a big goose egg in sales. I didn't sell a single one. It wasn't going to matter how many videos I did, how much time I spent, what software I used, what it cost. I was missing the key component and that is that I didn't know who my customer avatar is, guys. Which brings me to that first step, guys. The customer avatar. This is going to be the toughest step. I promise you that it's going to be really hard, especially if you don't know anything about your customer avatar to find out all about them. You're going to have to do a lot of research. You're going to have to do a little networking. 
Um, but I don't want you guys to get stuck, right? Because I want you to think about it like this. <clears throat> this is actually an awesome way to not get stuck in doing this process. With a customer avatar, you have to know everything about them, right? You have to know where they hang out. You have to know what they like to read. You have to know what websites they like to visit. You like to know what TV shows. The more you can know about them, the better. How old they are, if they have a day job, if they have kids, if they're married, um, you know, what do they like? What books do they like to read? What entrepreneurs do they follow? The more you know about this person, the better. But I don't want you to get psyched out about this. I want you guys to actually, in return, uh, listen to this one tip to help you fix this problem. You are most likely your customer avatar at some point. Let me explain that. What the product you created is probably some knowledge that you acquired by trying to figure out a problem yourself or trying to learn a new skill yourself. So most likely you are trying to forward that information that you picked up or that knowledge that you know onto somebody else. So what I like to do with a customer avatar, because my products usually tend to relate to who I was when I first started a side hustle in a business, I could just try to go back and remember what I was doing as a starter, where, what, what websites I was visiting, what products was I buying, what entrepreneurs that I follow, what books that I read. And that gives you a nice little blueprint or a template to build on top of it. Now, remember, you got to write this out. So make sure you have a name for your customer avatar. I've even gone as far as to go to Google Images Search and uh, um, get a picture of a random person that I think looks like my avatar, just so I can see it. You want to describe this person's problems. You want to describe this person's life. You want to be very close to them. But there's a reason for all this. There's a reason for all this. And that's going to take me, guys, into the next, next, next step, the Axe campaign. So there's a book called Ask by Ryan Levesque. It's a great read if you want to get deeper into this concept because there's a lot of different ways for you to do this, this camp, this, these type of campaigns. And I'm going to explain to you guys how I do it my way, which is the only way I know how to do it, and that's through a Facebook group, guys. So the Ask campaign is exactly what it sounds like. Um, equipped with all the information you know about your customer avatar from the previous step, you're going to go out and mingle with these people. You're going to go out to Facebook groups and talk to these you know, customer avatars like people. Because remember, you did enough information to know where they hang out, what groups they're in, what websites they visit. So you're going to comment. You're going to give value. Now, you don't want to be that person at the party that immediately starts inviting people to your party. No. Get there. Mingle. Hang out. Give some value. Give some jokes. Just like you would in real life. right? And then when you feel comfortable and you have developed enough trust, you will start the ask campaign. Now, the only thing you're going to need for an ask campaign, guys, is a form or a questionnaire of sorts. Um, if you go to my website, if you go to the blog post that's related to this, you'll be able to get a link to a resource of a whole bunch of different ones. But just to keep this simple and concise, I just use Google Forms for the most part. It's the easiest place to go. There's a lot of competitors. They're all really good. But you really just want something that gives you a link where you can send some questions out to people, especially when they trust you. So after you get to know these people in these Facebook groups, and they're not just people, they're your favorite avatar, remember all the information you got in the first step, you're going to say, hey, I'm actually working on something that I need your opinion on. Do you mind answering some questions? Something like that in a post or in a comment. And most likely these people know you because you've been around and they're going to say, sure, why the hell not? So when they do that, guys, you ask questions, right? And, and these aren't just any regular questions. You want to know about pain points. You want to know things that, you know, maybe they need help with that you can possibly create a product on, right? 
And trust me, people will answer these questions. They have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, people like answering questions, especially if they feel that they are being helpful and give value. So the questions are really up to you, up to you. But you have to really make sure that you reveal certain things about your customer avatar, like things like what are you struggling with when it comes to your niche? What scares you the most about your niche? What would help you overcome these niche? You can also tease your idea, like the product that you have in mind, to test it to see if it will catch on. Like, uh, you can ask, if I can teach you A, B, and C without having to do Y, what would something like that, that cost you? You know, what would you want to pay for that? Does it interest you? How much would you pay for a product that will give you X result and Y amount of time? And guys, what's going to happen is, is you're going to get a bunch of responses. Another really good way, if the Facebook group thing is not getting responses that I've done in the past, I run traffic ads to this forum and people would just randomly ask it. Well, you're trying to get us like 15 to 20, you know, the more the better, but 15 to 20 responses to this form. What you're going to do is you're going to break down the answer to these questions and look for patterns for things that people you know, are having problems with or struggling with or, you know, things that you obviously notice from these patterns that you can help them with and that you can possibly create a product with, guys. So you see, step one, we got all the information of these people, you know, who they are, what they like, where they're hanging out. Step two, we went to where they're hanging out. Since we know so much about them, we build these relationships, we network, we build trust, and then we ask them a bunch of questions in a nonchalant way, not in their face, just, hey, here, uh, get this link and answer these questions for me. It would be extremely helpful for something I'm working on. You grab that information, guys, and we get to that final step there, which is the value ladder, guys. So the value ladder is a system in which you line up your products from lowest to the most value. You do this so that you're able to meet customers in the different parts of their journey, guys. Um, you, you're able to, you know, if somebody doesn't really trust you, that's a certain part of the journey. That's the awareness journey. You got to give them something low cost and with low friction so that they can come into your world. That'll be the lower part of your ladder. The middle part of the ladder is, you know, the more trust or the next step. The person that just came in trusts you enough because you gave them enough value and now wants to try the next thing. And then the third thing is the very big product, right? The, the top of the ladder, if you want to call it that. And certain people ascend your ladder and get to that point. And certain people just have enough trust in you to get to that point right away. And that's why it's important to have this assortment. So, Jose, how does that help me build a value ladder uh there's so many different things that i could build that's correct guys but i have a little template for this right so you want to you want to have much success selling a two thousand dollar course and scaling a business if the person buying it doesn't have a business yet so you have to have a template for the way you organize your products right so my template is this one you give a product that gives great value you give it to them in the form of information that they can take action on and then they get results. An example of this is like an ebook, a guide, a cheat sheet, a checklist, things like that. Um, this product for you should cost zero or little cost to you. Like if you pay $20 on Fiverr for somebody to do an ebook for you or something like that, that's different. But it should be very low cost to you. You're not spending a lot of time, time and a lot of money. It should be something that you can replicate. And depending on the value that you give, this one can go anywhere from free to $49. So once again, guys, the, the lower part of your value ladder should always be a product that gives them information that they can take action on and should usually be very low friction, which is free to $49. That moves us into the next product, the second part of the ladder, the middle part of the ladder, where you want to help you want to help them. You want to do this with them. The best example of this is a course, right? So the course is the perfect step for your middle of your ladder because you can teach them step by step. They can take the action. They can get the result. And now they're empowered, right? 
So depending on the value you provide on this course, right? They're going to walk along this journey with you. They're going to do it themselves. They're going to empower themselves, but you're going to give them video or whatever your course is to help them get to that result, right? And there in the middle of the tier, I would charge anywhere from $199 to $499. Now you're probably thinking, oh, my product costs us more. Yes, these prices can absolutely change. But remember, in the context of what this podcast is about and what we're talking about, you're most likely very early on in your journey and you want to be realistic with what it is that you're selling. So if you're going to sell it for $1,000, just make sure you give $1,000 worth of value. So I recommend this form to wrap up the second step of the template for a value ladder. It should be something you do with them and the value should be anywhere from $199 to $499. And this is the middle of your value ladder, guys. Now for the third part, the highest part of the value ladder, guys, is a product that you do it all for the buyer. You do it all for them. They have outsourced the job to you. They do not want to do the work. You will do it for them. A good example of this is running ads for a client. So if you taught them in the previous uh, step how to do digital marketing and how to run their own ads for themselves and they just did not want to do that excuse me guys they just did not want to do that then you um, you basically do it all for them the same thing for building a website for them the same thing for building a, a side hustle for them uh, any type of service like that I've even heard of master classes where there's special unique content but that's completely different guys and what I recommend this to be is from $999 to $3,000, guys. $2,999. There's a reason I use those 99s, by the way. It's more appealing to the eye and it has been, been known to convert more than just putting $3,000. So if you guys are wondering that. So to wrap up the value ladder steps, guys, you want a product that they can take action on as your first step. You want a product where you can help them with it and walk them through it as the second step and the third product should be something that you do all for them that's the way you organize your value ladder and with the information you got from the first step which is basically um, getting all the information knowing where they're at know knowing everything about your customer avatar and then by asking them in the second step what they have and getting that information you should now to be able to create these three products the ones that they do on their own the ones that you help them with and the ones that you do for them right so now you're equipped with the knowledge that took me basically a year to figure out uh, sometimes we complicate how difficult these things can be guys and that's why I'm here and that's the whole point of this concept um, I know when you started this podcast you might have been thinking no way he can tell me that I can do this by the end of the podcast. Uh, no way that, that, you know, basically you were skeptical of everything that I was saying, but I'm glad you didn't hit the back button. I'm glad you made it all the way through because now you've just saved yourself a ton of time and a ton of money. Remember to get to know the people that you, you want to buy your idea. Find out where they hang out and ask them some questions. Listen to what they need and create a ladder of products to give it to them, guys. That's what, is, that's what it is, guys. That is basically the three steps to creating products people want to buy. Thank you so much. This is episode 50. I hope you got a lot from it. Um, please share, rate, subscribe. Go to Spotlight Coalition. Join the newsletter. Um, share with your friends. I appreciate you guys. To 150 more, to 1,000 more, I'll be able to keep giving you these podcast guys if you guys keep giving me your opinions and uh, you guys keep, you know, giving me reason to do this. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for joining me on another episode. Please rate, share, and subscribe. This really helps us continue to deliver this podcast every single week. And to get this podcast in an email form, please visit SpotlightCoalition.com and join our newsletter. Until next time, guys, be patient, embrace struggle, and be social.
Take care.